Yeah, it's really fucked up, man. I was recording. I was recording. <laughs> I was recording a whole ass podcast. I was about like 40 minutes in. And then Anchor just goes ahead and decides to just turn off. I looked in my archives. I was like, did it just fucking go to thing and just fucking disappeared? I was really fucked up because I got really emotional. I was vulnerable. I really opened up about my time being homeless and what it felt like and like what my day to day is and like fucking eating out of a trash can, bro. Fucking eating out of a trash can, not to be ridiculous, but eating out of a trash can because you have no other option. Because the thing is, is that you can only steal from stores food so many times before they know that it's you as soon as you walk through the front door. And then it's just like, is it worth it just to go to jail just for some food? And it's like, fuck. It's really fucked up. The anchor just went ahead and just go ahead and turn off. I fucking did like 40 minutes of talking. It was really fucked up. You know, but I was thinking, I was like, what if, you know, like anchor can only do like one hour podcast. You can like only do like one hour podcast, which I think that is like a little bit weird. Because I think that you should just be able to, like, maybe make it, like, fucking, like, a normal podcast is, like, between, like, the good ones are, like, between, like, three and four hours, right? Like, when it's, like, a really, really good episode. And, like, it's got, like, some really, really, maybe, like, famous people or really interesting people or people who, like, really, like, like, who can, like, speak really, really good. It's, like, three or four hours. Like, I don't know why Anchor wouldn't make it, like, a... A four hour limit. I think four hours would have been perfect. Because <coughs> all Anchor is, is fucking podcast, right? I don't even think that is video at all. So if it's specifically podcasts, and you know that podcasts are like three hours long, I'm not sure why you would make it one hour long. It's fucking weird. It's not right. I was honestly thinking, I was just like, hmm, I was thinking, like, why someone should make, like, 15-hour podcasts? Could you imagine how crazy that would be? Like, I'm talking about, like, because, like, I'm really upset with, like, a lot of YouTubers and, like, a lot of, like, influencers and, like, a lot of people who are online and their main source of income is, like, YouTube, and, like, Instagram, and, like, doing, like, sponsorship deals, and they are well off, they are, they have so much money, I'm, like, really upset with, like, a lot of them, because I see, like, a lot of them, and I see that, like, a lot of them are, like, lazy as fuck, and, like, a lot of them just don't take it seriously, like, um, because I was recently thinking of, it was, like, the coolest YouTube I almost said podcast show, like, it was, like, perfect timing for me, but I remember these guys, I'm pretty sure that you remember it, too, but it's, like, the Dolan twins, the Dolan twins is, like, they're twins, and they look exactly, not really, once you watch enough, enough episodes, you know exactly which one's which, um, and same with the Hodge twins, it's really sad that both of them just kind of went away. Now, with the Hodge twins, it's like they have kids. And, yo, 
I remember like when when I didn't know what like YouTube was and I would just watch YouTube and I was just like specifically 100% like a viewer of like I'm just watching these funny videos and I'm just like being entertained from like these videos. I remember the Hodge twins. I swear to God, I thought it was the same guy like editing himself. And I was like, yo, this editing is literally perfect. Like it's literally crystal clear. Like it's like epic. Until I got to the point I was like looking at it. And I think maybe what it was, I think maybe they made like a live video or something like that. And after a long time, I was like, oh my God, they're two different Keith and Kevin, Keith and Kevin is their names. I was like, oh my God, they're actually like twins. They're like, they're twins. I thought, I swear, like, like I thought it was like the same guy basically talking to himself, making this video. I was like, yo, these videos are dope. And the thing is like, they made some of the most hilarious (coughs) videos like on the internet. And I remember they got to a point where, like, I didn't realize that they have, like, a six-pack. Like, you know, that, 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 like, you can see that they were fit and healthy, but I didn't realize. And then I remember at one point, it almost looks like they started taking, like, steroids or something. That they went from, like, fit and healthy to, like, God status. Like, they were, like, literally so, like, they got huge at one point. And I thought that, that was crazy. And then I think it's kind of sad to see now, you know, they have like these huge beards and like, they're like the conservative twins. And I know that's like a joke or like whatever it is, but it's not like a joke, but like, they're still kind of serious about it, but it's like, it's like this kind of thing. But I remember I've only seen like their wives in like two different videos and I just remember the wife just called, I think it was Keith or Kevin, like, you, you like you fucking piece of shit or, or something like that. And are you a piece of crap? And I was just like, it's just so sad that, like, a lot of these, like, YouTubers, these gods these these people who are in an arena that is like so good that it's like they don't even realize how different of a lifestyle that they are living because it's almost like you know like as an example for me like when I was a kid I remember we went to Disneyland and Six Flags a few times like when I was younger but now that I'm older I realize how an amazing of a thing that was of how expensive that was that now that I realize like, fuck tickets are like $400 a person or or like whatever it is. I was like, damn, it's just like, once you have something good, you don't realize how good it is. And that kind of even like fucks with like, like, like I look at my truck and I don't know why, but I can't look at it for like too long. Cause like, I don't realize I do, I I think I'm slowly thawing out, I guess, 
to like realize that like I do know now that this is my truck. That I, you know, I, I have not missed one payment. I'm not making, I, I'm not planning on, there's, there's literally no way that I could possibly miss a payment on my truck. And it's my truck, right? And I'm looking at it. And I remember the first week I was just like, I didn't want to look at it because I remember the last time that I had a new vehicle, a 2015 Ford Fusion, it got repossessed. It got repossessed. And it got taken away from me because, you know, um, the job that I had, their company was failing, so they couldn't keep me. So I'm not making money. And then at the same time, my guard card's going out, and I'm trying to renew it. I'm trying to renew it with all the all the life in me. Like I'm trying to renew it, and I can't get it done. And everything's falling apart. And it fell apart to the point to where you know the car got taken away. So now that I have this truck that I love so much, it is such a gorgeous truck that it's like so amazing. I can afford it. I can afford the gas. I can afford the insurance. I can afford the payment for it. It is my truck. And like I'm slowly thawing out and like realizing that this is my truck. And like it's just like one of those things like you don't like I. I like society's so fucked up. It's like, they don't want you to get too excited about something. And, and they kind of, they kind of like, they kind of like rope you into it of like, um, Hey, do you want a million dollars? They're like, yeah, and you're like, you get excited about that, and like, this and that. Okay, just sign this piece of it, and fucking, and then like six weeks later, it's like, okay, do this. Oh, did you do that, fucking, this and that, and it's like, oh, yeah, and then at the end of the, oh, sorry, you know, that, there's no way, like, you can't have the million dollars. And it's just like, why the fuck did you do that? I was like, when you know that I wasn't going to get the money, I was like, why did you do that? Like, why did you get me hyped up and excited? So you get taught and you learn not to get excited about something because you know that it's going to go away and you know that it's not going to be there and you know it's going to get taken and ripped away from you. And like, I've learned that and now what I have to do because I'm 100% in control of my life now. I am the chief of my life. Like I make all the decisions of my life that I can keep this truck. It's like, Paul, you can keep this truck, you know, because like I make enough money to keep it. And then what about the job? Paul, what if you lose a job? And it's like, I'm not going to lose this job because they like me. It's almost like a, it's almost like a family, but it's like the family is like, some of them are like, you know, assholes. And like, you know, they like me and I like them and I plan on staying in this company. So everything's nice and solid. Everything's nice and, and, and safe right now. And it's just like, you know, maybe I should like look at my truck and like appreciate it a little bit more. And it's like, because like I'm in this different arena now because it's like coming from like being a homeless person. It's like, I, I really was just supposed to die. I was literally just supposed to burn out all the way until death on the street. Like it was horrible. It's like, I, I don't know how else to explain it to you that it was, it was the end of my life uh, of like everything got taken away from me, except this duffel bag and like keeping this duffel bag. Uh, 
and just living. And at one point, like he got to a point, like I, I started uh, re-talking to a friend. I started re-talking to a friend. This is so ridiculous. I'm just realizing this now. And I moved in with that friend. And I remember like when I met up with her, she came and picked me up at the train station because I had to take a Greyhound bus. And it was a, a huge, horrible, awful thing. But I finally went from Los Angeles to Barstow again. And she was living in this house with this gay guy. And the gay guy was the head of the household. And he worked at Popeye's. And he had this house with like a pit bull, two chihuahuas. Um, and I was kind of joking around about I was like, hey, can I move in with you? And um, she said, yeah. And I was like shocked. But I didn't realize the situation. It was just like, okay, you know, she was living with the gay guy. So I just kind of like went in there and said, yeah, let's go ahead. Fine, whatever. And I remember like when she came, picked me up because like at the time, at that time, like, like when I graduated high school, she was like, you know, my best friend. And like at this time, I remember like even like when she gave me a hug, it was so empty. She didn't even look at me in the eyes of like, she knows my situation. It's like, I've been homeless for like this long ass time. And, like, I took, like, had, like, this little cart and, like, I put it in her trunk. And then, like, I remember, it was, like, so awkward. And I was just, like, hey, I was, like, I was, like, trying to talk to her. But it's, like, I have nothing left in my in my soul. It's, like, I was trying to talk to her. And I guess she would just kind of, like, ignore me. But she was kind of, like, a more of a, a, a calm type person. And, yo, you're not going to believe this. But I remember it was, you know, the gay guy was at work. And we show up <coughs> and she walks inside and then I follow after her and the pit bull literally just attacks the chihuahua, literally grabs it by his neck and literally rag, rag dolls it and is slamming it against the wall and it literally kills it. It's like, it literally, like, I just went, like, my very first introduction to this house is I just witnessed a fucking murder. Like right in front of me. It's like I, and, and like I was trying to get the chihuahua out of the pit bull's mouth and I was like grabbing the snack and like I was choking it so hard. And I didn't realize pit bulls are so like they are almost like 100 percent muscle. And like I ch like I choke this pit bull until the point to where it dropped the, the chihuahua just boom. Just like falls on the ground. And then um, I had to take it and then I put it in the backyard in a shoebox that I found. And then, you know, like um, Alyssa was like cleaning up the blood. And and, you know, like after that, the whole time, the, the pit bulls just barking. It's like in the same room with me and just barking and barking and barking and barking. And like we lived in the basement. And then, you know, like I try to settle and then, like, I meet the gay guy, and he doesn't even pay no attention to me. And um, it was so uncomfortable. And, like, I go down there, and, like, me and my friend was, like, living in the basement. And then it got to a point where she just started sleeping upstairs. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you're just going to leave me down here? And then she just completely ignored me. I was like, okay, whatever. Um... And she's just not being my friend at all, you know? 
and you know, we lived there for like a long time for a while. And then we kind of like, it almost felt like we were breaking out of like jail or something. And then, you know, like I, we got all my stuff, we got all her stuff and then we moved out and then we moved back in with her parents. And then we moved back in with her parents and I slept in the living room and leave it living in the living room is so awkward because it's like, you're just there all the time. And then it got to the point where like, it was uncomfortable. So I just kind of just moved into the garage. I just kind of like stayed in there and then, uh, I got to the point, like I, I lived there for like a little bit. And then the mother just came over and kind of whispered me. It's like, hey, Paul, you know, you got to move out. Um, I was like, fuck. I was like, well, all right, well, I guess I got to, I have to call my parents now. You know, and it's like, Paul, why did you just start with your parents? It was like a whole thing. I finally called them up. I was like, mom, can I move back in? And she was like, of course, you can move back in. And I remember it was so difficult to get back over there because they live in Descanso, which is in California. And it's kind of like around by the border of Mexico, but it's so deep in the forest that I remember I was so confused because like I was walking and walking and walking because like the bus only goes like like so far. And then like, I had to walk like five miles. Like, and what, and I don't know if five miles doesn't seem that long, but it's like when you're walking five miles, it's fuck. And like, it was up the most steep fucking hill. It was so steep. And like, you know, like I get to the top and then I'm looking at this mansion and I'm like, Oh no. I was like, fuck. Like it's coming around nighttime. And like, I fucked up the address. So I have to like turn around. I'm looking and I'm looking down because like it was like on top of the hill but like the house was down and it was like this long ass driveway and I look over and I see my mom's Lincoln Navigator a random white van and a blue like Kia and that was like my mom's Lincoln and then the blue Kia was my older brother's car and I walked down there, and as soon as I, I, I reached the front door, my older brother walks out of this fucking mansion, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, literally, like, I, I'm almost going, like, numb, like, and tingly, like, in my, in my, I was like, what the fuck is going, I was like, are, like, are, are you guys rich? And, and then, like, you know, like, I gave my brother a hug, and then he left, and then I, you know, like I hugged my mom, I hugged my dad and apparently like they were like selling this like Herbalife stuff or like whatever the hell it was. And my mom was just like, it's okay. You know, like we understand that, you know, you're tired, just sleep up for the night and we'll explain everything in the morning. And the truth of the matter was that they were barely scraping by <laughs> to have this mansion and, and my dad was working construction, but when you're working construction is seasonally. So you're not working a lot, you know? And like the Herbalife stuff is like, it wasn't working that much, I guess. It's kind of like me and my YouTube channel. It's just like, you know, like 
oh, you get a video with like a thousand views or something, but it's like there's no money in that. So it gets to that point, you know, um, I, I, I bust my ass, I get my job, I work at CSC, I do the Coachella, uh, I make my money, I work Coachella for three weeks, two weeks of, the, of Coachella, and then one week of Stagecoach. And I make my money, and basically it was kind of like almost demanding that like I needed to pay rent to my parents who were paying like $3,600 a month into this house, which I don't understand why they got it, but I kind of understand why they got it because it was a nice house, and I guess I wanted to get the feeling, you know, living in like a big house. It had a fucking koi pond with koi fish in it. And, like, I, I, I don't pay them, and I buy me a 1993 Honda Civic, and um like and it's like i feel bad about it but like it got to a point where you know my my parents always like my the thing was i was talking to this girl on this app and she wanted to come see me and we were going to fuck and like I'm talking to her on my phone and I'm in my room and my mom just literally just barges into the room for no reason. And like, like, I guess I kind of like yelled at her and I yelled at her and then I felt so terrible for yelling at her. And obviously my dad got involved and he's yelling at me and it just got to the point where I had to move out. You know, I, I moved out and and then after that, that's when I took that 1993 Honda Civic and I'm trying to get a stable job because Coachella is not 100% around the year and I, get, I try to get this job. That company, they didn't know what the hell they're doing and like I'm not working, I'm not getting paid and I take this 1993 Honda, sorry, Honda Accord and I trade it in for the 2015 Ford Fusion. And then I, I get that new car and then like, you know, three months go by and then like I move back to Los Angeles because they're calling me. Hey, where's the payment for the car? This and that. They finally repossess the car. Guess what? I'm homeless in Los Angeles again. So. <sighs> so like, like. Like, I, you know, I've actually, like, been through, like, so much stuff. Like, I've been through stuff. And, like, I've been through stuff. And... And it hurts. It really, really hurts. And, like, I think that I'm in, like, a lot of pain inside of myself. Because it's not, like, just this. It's not like this is just new. It's just, like, even, like, I remember my very first day at preschool preschool as a, as like a baby, as like a child, as like, you know, like my teacher just kind of singled me out because I stood up and I went over to get some water and she screamed at me and she told me to go stand in the corner. And she, I was like way away from everybody else. And I didn't understand why I was in trouble because I was just thirsty. I needed some water. And so it's just like been that, like just horrible, 
awful, terrible things for like all of my life. But that's also, you know, there's obviously good too. I'm not like saying that, but the point is, is like, it's been like a very rough road and like, I'm just like not happy. It's like, I'm very angry a lot of the times. So now that I'm in charge of my life, it's like, I want to make myself happy. And like, I, 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 I've been asking myself of like, what do I really want to do? Like, do I really want to pursue YouTube? Because that's going to be like a lot of work. And the reason why it's a yes right now for me is especially for documentation. Because like what I do on my YouTube is just daily vlogs. And it's just like, it's like basically a story of me telling you of what I do in my life on a day-to-day basis. And it's just like, because I remember... You know, like, um, it's just like looking at my very first videos, I was living inside of a tent in the back of my parents' house in the backyard because like, you know, I was on that medication and I crashed my car, you know, like I I bought a, I think that was the, maybe a 1997 Honda Civic, maybe. And the cars look pretty similar. I forgot how I got that car. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was working at the casino, I think. Yeah, I was working at the casino. That was, like, in Valley Center. But I crashed that car. So, and then, like, I was, like, having to get rides to work for my brothers. And it was such a horrible thing. Because at that time, the whole family was just so low on money. (coughs) I started working at the casino starting to make some money on the 90th day, they say, Hey, you're not, um, we don't want you, you know? Um, so, so, so it's just like the a main thing that I also want to try doing is like mapping out exactly, you know, step this happened and then one and then two, three, four, five, six in a chronological order. Like I'm still trying to get that because like, did this happen before that? And it's just such a confusing route and the medication really didn't happen. Uh, (laughs) It didn't happen. No, the, the medication really did happen But the medication, you know, me taking all this medication is just like, I'm glad that it did happen because I realized that like when you're sitting there and the doctor says, all right, here's your medication. It's like, no, I'm not, I don't like, why, why, why would I take that medication? You know, in the future, say like, if I'm like 35 years old or something, and then like, oh, oh, you're perfectly healthy. And you've never had any problems before. Uh, we're still going to go ahead and prescribe you this medication now. It's like, why the fuck would you do that if everything's going smoothly? Because that's that's what happened. Because like when I showed up after the accident, and I showed up to the hospital. It's like I didn't have like anything on my record. I've never had health issues at all. I never go to the hospital. And then out of nowhere, you just decide to to prescribe me psych medication for a car accident? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, looking looking back now, like, with, like, a clear mindset, it's like, that's fucked up. That is so fucked up. 
that she would just give me these drugs that are going to make me act a fool and then go to Logan Paul's house and then me screaming at the top of my lungs in front of Logan Paul's house and then me getting arrested and then me having to go to the court system and then, you know, I had to pay up, you know, like I had to say, what do you have to do for that? They put me in a, a, a halfway house for 90 days they said, if you don't fuck up for the next 90 days, we'll wipe everything off your record. I would say, I kill the 90 days. Uh, I don't do anything bad. I get out and, you know, the, you, you're out on the street again. And then I was on the street again. And that's when I was uh, eating out of the trash cans, living in the tent. And then I called my so-called friend and moved back in with her. But I do want to say... Like, I wouldn't go back and change everything because it's almost like a math equation. Is that if you go back and you change the past, it's just like you have to go through all these horrible things again. It's like, no, it's like I already did that. So I wouldn't go back and change anything at all. I will leave it exactly how it happened because it was so awful. It was so terrible that there's no I don't think I could do it again. I don't think I could. With all the life in me, I don't think I could do it again. Like, I just wanted to die every single second of the day. Of not just the embarrassment, but like the physical pain of the cold. And then, then the raining. And then like, you know, walking around with like socks filled with water. And then like, you know, like little holes on the bottom of your feet like appearing and getting pitted feet and then now you have to figure out and you have to go steal something from CVS and you have to do a little bit of research of how do you fix this and you have to keep your feet dry and and so many I've been through so many trials and tribulations that there is no way I would go back and change everything I would not touch one thing because like I'm here right now and I'm on such a solid foundation. It's like I earned this. And that's one thing that I do like looking at my truck is because I I earned this truck with my heart, blood, soul and body. Uh, like I earned this truck. It's not co-signed. Nobody co-signed for me. I signed for this truck. I went in there with a 470 credit score, proving to both of the general managers, because I had to talk to both the general managers, because none of the other people can approve this. Especially, like, for, for getting it for $591 instead of the $900, that like I signed for, I was like, yeah, I guess I can afford $900 a month. But then I realized, I was like, no, bro, you're going to be scraping by like a motherfucker. So, you know, and then, and then they fixed it for me. And, uh, hold on. Here's the supervisor. Yeah, I'm going to run to the restroom. Is that one hour's? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been back there, yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right there. 
Oh, for sure. Two. Last one of the supervisors, I'm gonna go ahead and take a shit. Um, uh, there, there's so there's two different crews over here, so they have their own restrooms, and I wasn't sure if this restroom that I can see right here is ours. And thankfully, I asked because like it's it's of course I can just go and use it, but it's like a thing of like more like respect, you know. We we have our own uh, restrooms for our crew, so. I'm just gonna drive a little bit further um, to to use our restrooms, um, but yeah, man, like I, I I really wouldn't change anything at all in my life right now. Like literally, my life is going by so, like so perfectly right now. Um, I don't feel like my life is getting away from me. Um, I I feel like. Uh, because, like, I've noticed, like, a, a lot of the time, a lot of the time, it's like, I'm almost zoned out all the time. I almost feel, like, numb. Like, just through my day-to-day -day processes. And, uh... But now it's like sometimes I can, like, wake up and, like, really see, like, ooh, what am I doing? Where am I? You know, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Bye.